How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially I want to talk about a series. Man, I feel like the last month I've been really talking a lot about different like episodic, uh, um, like entertainment. Sorry. Wow. Whew. That was rough for me. I don't know why that was difficult for me. Like episodic entertainment or like movie entertainment. But today is another one of those things where essentially I want to talk about another favorite series of mine that I've been a fan of since the original season. And no, today is not about South Park. (laughs) Um, But essentially this one's actually about one that was in in part uh, motivated by my when I was younger, my initial sense of wanting to be an entrepreneur and getting into finance and, and being a finance major and everything of that nature was the series called uh, Shark Tank. And I've been a fan of Shark Tank since it first came out. And uh, I've had actually a couple ideas that I came up with in school that actually um, have become actual Shark Tank companies at, at at some point, which is pretty insane. So when I was in, in uh, man, what was I, a sophomore in high school, the law states that the driver and every passenger requires a seatbelt to operate a vehicle. And so my idea when I was at that age was why not make it so that if it's a federal law that all drivers at least have to wear a seatbelt and it's pretty much mandated that everyone wears a seatbelt in an operating vehicle. Why not at least make it so that if there's a driver in the vehicle that the car can't even start unless the seatbelt is buckled in. And the idea was sounded pretty crazy, but a guy actually came on, I think it was like season two of shark tank and actually proposed that, that same idea on the show. He didn't get a bid on the show and f- I feel like everyone knows what Shark Tank is. If you don't know what Shark Tank is, I'm really not going to uh, describe it too much. Essentially, there's like five uh, fortune capitalists. Uh, there's like five investors that have a ton of money. And one by one, people with entrepreneurial businesses, ideas, uh, products, or services come in front of these sharks or these investors and propose their idea to the investors. And they ask for a certain amount of investment for X amount of equity in their business. And then uh, the series essentially is about four of these people coming on the show and each one of them going back and forth with the sharks on coming to some form of an agreement or all the sharks just go out and no one gets a deal. And it's a really great series. Honestly, so many ideas, especially I think they're like 13, 12 seasons in. It's crazy. It's something in my eye. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy to think just how many seasons there's been since I started watching it. But uh, the seatbelt thing was one. And then the second one was a... I came up with a grocery delivery service so long ago that I never capitalized on in my hometown. I came up with it when I was like 23 years old. Uh, so this is essentially 10 years ago before Instacart, before like Uber Eats, before any of these things. And I called it Grovery, Grocery Delivery. And I still think that name would would take off. But um, essentially, um, I noticed that I was a super lazy person and I wanted my groceries delivered to me. 
And I could never get over the logistics of trying to figure out how to, this is before like Uber was a thing or Lyft was a thing. And so the idea of having like contracted workers like delivering or are operating their personal vehicles just was unheard of at the time. But I wish I would have known about that or had enough legal advice to navigate that because the biggest hurdle for me was trying to navigate having to have like a fleet of vehicles and having to insure these vehicles and insure these, these individuals and the margins were very tight. I could only up, um, I could only upcharge so much on the service and the products to recoup profits at the time when you're thinking about owning a fleet of vehicles. And so that's what stopped me really from getting into it. But the idea was there and I, I mean, I bet a ton of people had like similar ideas as well, but I thought my name was great. And uh, I was actually in talks with uh, a big grocery chain in Florida Publix about trying to get their manifest of all the products that they had. And I was coming up with a way to kind of make it clean that I, people could go online and purchase the products on like a unique platform that I created. But it was a combination of the difficulty of navigating that being a tech person was at that time a strong programming background, but still it was like a lot to ask of me with my three years of college education in computer science and self-teaching. And um, so I knew I was going to have to hire some other people for that. And so to kind of create that back end of, of software or like website and also to manage fleet of vehicles really stopped me from, going any further with the idea. Um, but I love the idea so much that I, I hope that someone actually did it. And lo and behold, now I get to enjoy the benefits of grocery delivery all the time, which is pretty awesome. My Grovery logo was actually pretty cool too. Um, man, what a dropped opportunity. And like, I always reflect on these choices. Like, um, and sometimes I allow them to kind of bother me, but then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I was onto something and that's all that matters to me. Like I was, I had a really good idea and I just out of ill will of not wanting to be motivated into pursuing something. And it, it's been after so many of those good ideas and seeing them become real life things that I finally have realized that like, I enjoy watching Shark Tank, not so much more for the, capitalistic perspective of it anymore even though it's so humorous actually me and my wife just got done watching catching up on on episodes that we we didn't realize the new season had just started recently and this one's like was recorded during the pandemic and i didn't even know this but the most recent season was actually recorded at the venetian hotel in las vegas they actually built out a studio that was like um in a bubble essentially away from people and um right here in the Venetian. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know they recorded Shark Tank out here. I know that Shark Tank comes out here every year during CES early in the year to kind of gather people that have good product ideas and then get them on the show. But it's like audition. It's like pre-auditioning for the actual show that's recorded, I think, in uh, New York City. I could be wrong. I don't know where it's recorded. It might be LA. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so the most recent one was recorded out of the Venetian, which is pretty cool. But I, I uh, like me and my wife, uh, there's four episodes so far that have come out. And actually, there's a fifth one coming out tomorrow. 
but the most recent one made us laugh so hard. We were dying of laughter right before I recorded this podcast, dying. I mean, like tears of laughter from episode four of the most recent season. This guy at the very end essentially gets offered a a proposal for exactly what he wanted by Kevin O'Leary or Mr. Wonderful. And um, the guy didn't jump on the deal. And Kevin's like, wait, what are you? You're not jumping on this. I, I've given you exactly what you wanted and you don't want the deal for me. And he ends up taking a deal from Lori who uh, made her fortunes from creating patents and, and promoting products on QVC, which is like a television network where I people put their products on there all, all the time to like get their products sold. Um, it's like an infotainment uh, channel where people will go and, and find things that they might be interested in and then buy it. Um, and so she made a, a good fortune off of that. And essentially he went with her and she upsold him by 5%. So essentially she was getting a better deal than Kevin and the guy jumped on her deal and Kevin was like, are you crazy, dude? I offered you exactly what you wanted. And instead you went with her and just a reaction just made me it just me me and my wife just laughed so hard about it but um and that's actually why today's podcast on shark tank by the way um but yeah i i actually like i was saying i i do enjoy watching the back and forth negotiating it really gets you to understand how business works in a sense like what you should be un, like understanding about your business um the numbers, how you should be managing them, the demographic and understanding your, your customer base, and just a lot of good information in there to really understand how to run a, a good business, even though a lot of the sharks' businesses that they, they invest into don't tend to be very successful, but all it takes is one really good idea for you to make a ton of money, and, and every shark has at least one of those where a really great idea that they backed turned into a multi-million, multi-billion dollar business. And so, um, but the reason why I watch it now, to be honest, is because I enjoy seeing the products and the, and the ingenuity that people come up with when they come on, on the show. And I just love watching these ideas. I think some of them are, are phenomenal. They're pretty great ideas. And, and so many, like so many times I love being like, Oh my God, why didn't I think about that? Like, I enjoy that. It's like one of my favorite feelings of all time, like watching other people come up with ideas that are so simple and yet so successful. And it's like, wow, that's so awesome. And um, it, it has its humor in it too that I enjoy. The humor in that show is really great. So all in all, just a really good series for those that are, are want to be an entrepreneur or, or have questions about how to be an entrepreneur, uh, you're not going to get the how-tos from the show, but you're going to get a lot of insight. And if you watch like from season one all the way to now, or you can just even watch the most recent like five seasons, you'll get a lot of information about what goes through an investor's mind. And honestly, when you make a business, your business sh- should be built in such a way that when it, time comes that you want to sell it, you have the opportunity to sell it because you know it's a profitable business. Uh, it's got upward trends. Um, it's got a right product with a with a right problem and a large demographic of people that have that issue that you're targeting with your product or service. And it's like a combination of all of these things 
that allow you to understand like what it really takes to make a good business. And so uh, really good insight as well. But anyways, that's all I wanted to talk about today. Go watch Shark Tank. It's really humorous and uh, it's really informative as well. And just all around great series. And I enjoy it a lot. And I'm just glad to see a new season roll out. But thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch all of you guys manana. Peace.